Hi. 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 So, we're back with another podcast episode, and today we have a special guest. So, our friend Erin moved into the flat. So, what have we been up to this week? Um, I watched a documentary, a murder documentary. Oh, wow. What was it called? Um, it was American Murder Family Next Door or something. I think I've just broke this chair. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, continue. American yeah. Murder Family Yes, I watched that as well. It's really, really sad. So, all of you that don't know what this is, it's the Chris Watts case that was, I think it was 2018 it was maybe. Mm. A thing, big massive thing. Um, yeah, basically this guy, Chris Watts, killed his wife and newborn, well not newborn baby, it was unborn, mm-hmm. still on her tummy, and two daughters that were only like, they were below five I think. Yeah. And um, all because he... Well, he didn't it. really have a reason. Yeah. No, but also saying that though, I listened to a podcast episode um, on Crime Junkies and it mm-hmm. was about the case and it was sort of leaning towards uh you know it being because of the girlfriend you know he wanted mm-hmm. to run off with her and he didn't want to have any like baggage yeah like, kids or whatever or wife and he also didn't want the like the unborn baby either like he didn't want it mm-hmm. well he got a new board yeah he got rid of the dad board he got the got a muscle board. board yeah so she was too good for his wife yeah. Instead of just getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. Probably the most speculated reason why he did it, but also only he himself realised yeah. why he did it, and he's chosen not to say why. I've heard people say, like, <coughs> she threatened to take the kids away from him if he divorced her. Like, surely that was what he wanted. Yeah. Sure, cause it was, because in the documentary, it was like, according to like, his side of the story, she... One, she was getting up to get like, and it was like they had a scene how she's gonna get divorced, and he was like dragging her back down to the bed, and that's how he killed her. And I was like, mm. isn't that what he wants though? Yeah, exactly. Just to get rid of her, like he took the most extreme yeah route of doing it when he could have just filed for divorce. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. He must have thought he was so smart mm-hmm. by getting like showing the police around the house and stuff. But it was only like four days after she was like after the first phone call saying she was missing. Mm-hmm. That they found the bodies and he, or not that they, they, he confessed. So he's not smart. No. He didn't even get mm-hmm. a whole week. If it wasn't for her friend who knew right away that she was missing, she probably wouldn't. He probably wouldn't have noticed she was missing yeah. until quite a while after. And I listened to the podcast episode in work over lockdown, and I literally mm-hmm. cried. Like when there was a bit in it where the they showed a song that the one of the daughters had sang mm-hmm. and she was singing like oh. my daddy is my hero yeah. and that sort of stuff and I literally just cried like how much of a monster do you have to be mm-hmm. just you know like he was supposed to be their hero so sad and, and then, then he was to protect them and then twisting the story saying that it was her it kind of like made me really biased going into it because I already knew what had happened I already knew mm-hmm. like that he'd killed them and stuff Same. and when he was telling the police and that he was just lying through his teeth. I was yeah. just getting so frustrated. I've watched like the trailers and stuff before watching it, so I knew that he was actually the one who did all of it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the cock, like the cockiness of it, like saying, "Oh, she left her wedding ring," mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh yeah, he's like, "Oh my god," the wedding trying to like ring. set himself up to be 
Like, cause he did he not even leave messages on her phone? Yeah, he did. Saying like, oh please come back, please bring me the girls back. Mm. Even though he'd already murdered them at this point. Yeah. And then, do it really annoyed me at the end of the court case, when his parents went up and then turned to him and said, "We forgive you, son." And like oh, you, you're not the you're people. not the people who should be forgiven. Yeah. You. It should be you should be like begging for the the was it Shanann's mm. for Shanann's parents to for, not even forgive him but to forgive them yeah. as the parents. It's a bold statement to make. Yeah, because you really have nothing to forgive. Because mm. it's not your fault. This guy had like the perfect life. It wasn't as if he had some childhood trauma mm. that led up to it. And whilst they didn't do anything wrong, they should still be apologising on his behalf. Yeah. Because he's not doing any apologising. Because I watched loads of documentaries like that. Mm. And that was like the first one where like all the videos and stuff are actually real and not yeah. being acted. Mm. All the texts and stuff has really painted a, an interesting picture. Yeah, I wonder where they actually got access to all that who they had to ask permission from because some of them are yeah. quite revealing yeah like disgusting or like sexual yeah. and stuff i don't know maybe the parents Shanann's parents yeah, yeah it's kind of weird like when people die and then you make a documentary about them like you're not really gonna know every single well i think that at the end of it if i'm like remembering correctly they had like a thing like in special thanks to Shanann's family uh-huh. for yeah. their like input so I think they must have had quite a lot of say in it. It wasn't just her filming her like her own life, it was like a family. Mm-hmm. Like she was showing her whole family Yeah. and it looked like they were just this perfect family. They did do it really well though. Mm-hmm. Yeah because I feel like a lot of the times they forget about the actual victims mm-hmm. and then just focus on the actual because obviously yeah. it's interesting like, to see how someone can do what they do. But it's, even since that, like, that guy's had like, ma- like loads of fans right into his yeah. prison cell and stuff like that. Disgusting. Yeah, like girls chasing after him. Mm-hmm. I grin. Yeah. I mean, documentaries are so interesting. Yeah. Like, I love all the wee crime ones. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting to see him to like, the mind of a killer or the mind of like an abductor or rapist or whatever mm-hmm. like what gives them motivation to do all that sort of stuff did you just watch the r kelly ones no they were really interesting but like so hard to watch the fact that he's still like there's so much evidence yeah against him like there's actual videos of him there was one of oh, him wow. peeing onto a minor she was like like 13 oh. or 14 or something like after having sex with her as well because he's such like he's one of those psychopaths who films it like he has like whole rooms filled with videotapes of him with these underage girls that's disgusting and then he's still out there making music like i try so hard not to even sing his songs um because i'm like he's just a, a disgusting human being who's still allowed to be out there what about that abducted in plain sight have you seen it is that the one where she like thinks there's aliens? Yeah. 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 
See, but, that made me so angry because it's the, the parents should be in jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was crazy that it went on for so long. Like, even after, like, you know, after she'd been set free, she still believed, like, like this was her purpose, to have a child with this man. Yeah. Horrible. It's such a weird thing. Like, <laughs> this guy must be... A serious persuader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Master manipulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that is just so out there. You never think that it, it could happen. But it's all like, like you never really hear of stuff. Like I know there is a lot of stuff in the UK, but you usually hear about it being in like the United States because mm-hmm. although saying that, I think they're more like they well obviously have a lot bigger but they sort of exaggerate it and then make it into these big movies and stuff and then that's why you, you yeah. hear about them whereas over here you don't really there's um that case with the two little boys and the other oh little yeah boy. um i can't remember the name of them yeah but that that was in the uk wasn't it yeah because that, that was like shocking yeah not that i was born when it happened oh but yeah but like it's still talked about do you know what we're talking about no. There, I can't remember any of the boys' names, which I feel really bad about, okay. like the actual wee boy. But there were two boys, they were like seven-ish maybe? Yeah, like super young. And um, they killed a toddler. Oh, on the train? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't had to train tracks. I zoomed out there for a bit. The, the, the boy that was killed was called James Borger. Yeah. I think that the James's... That was a wee boy, wasn't it? Yeah. James's parents divorced, but after that, because obviously it's... You can yeah. take it. Um, and then, but they both still do, like, interviews now, talking about it, because, like, I think a couple of years ago there was a... Because the two boys who killed them, they went to, um, like, a youth... Yeah. Like youth offending, yeah, like something or other. Because they were so young, they yeah. like they weren't even ten years old, um, and then they got their identities changed. Yeah, they had different names, um, but there was a case for one of them to be released from prison because they both went from youth straight mm. to prison, mm. and then the dad was like doing like at TV interviews and stuff, saying how he really doesn't want that to happen obviously you can understand but apparently he's like a repeat offender yeah like within the prison he did other things whereas i think the other one sort of got more on track because it it seemed to be he was under the influence of of the other yeah it's hard to like talk about it without knowing all their names but at the same time i don't want to like i I can't be bothered looking up the names of like two (laughs) boys who like murdered a toddler yeah who murdered James like do you know it's it is kind of weird though about how whenever you're you're young like there's a lot of hormones flying about whenever you're like in your teenage years or whenever you're like even preteen and for you to commit a crime so like he's so heinous yeah and then spend probably the rest of your life in jail and then getting out of jail after that even if like if you do I don't know it just it's so mad don't you think it's weird that this, because of their actions, like, you know, they yeah, don't have no idea. their life to, like, spend, do normal things. Like, they have to spend it in jail. Like, rightfully so, yeah. rightfully so. And I, I fully believe in, like, 
sending people to prison rather than like the death sentence and everything yeah. like mm-hmm. the the way they did before like i don't really i don't really believe in you know taking away someone's life because that would make it too easy like yeah they, they don't have to they won't pay for what they do like obviously their lot their life will be you know the payment but doesn't really i read a book about the death um like it was it was about it was an autobiography about a woman who worked in the Texas. It was a like journalist and um reported all of the deaths like death sentences mm-hmm. in Texas up until like ten years ago or something because Texas has like the highest yeah um true. death penalty rate in I think oh. it's like the Western world or something like that um by lethal injection and she says that her like she herself doesn't think. It should have. She thinks. Well, she herself believes that there are some cases where it's warranted, but she thinks it's used too much. Because mm-hmm. what she says, it, it costs way, way more to actually sensibly put someone to death than to just keep their cell going, like they're keep them in their cells yeah. locked up for every day for the really? rest of their lives. Wow. Because like, they have to have like such a like perfect dosage of each medicine. It's not just one medicine. And then they have to have like the doctors in to do it. They have to have people in to announce the death, get everything set up and stuff like that. Mm. But yeah, I don't think the death penalty. Sure, yeah. there, there was a lot of arguments against like against our point of view, where like where we said obviously the death penalty. Like I don't really believe in it, but there's an argument on the other side that says, well it could cost a lot to have people in prison, you know, they could still be feeding them, you know, they should be punished, like, even though they're getting yeah. food, they're getting, mm-hmm. they're getting to use the toilet, they're getting the shower yeah, or whatever. I thought, I was, that's the thing, I thought I was going until I read that book where she said it costs way more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like millions to put someone to death. That's mad. Yeah, then I feel like I'm still on yeah. track with my beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I think that, obviously, there's some crimes that no one ever should be allowed out of prison for but I feel like there's prison reform isn't good <laughs> like it's not you're yeah. not gonna get like you look I watched a documentary on Netflix called World Toughest Prisons or something like that I think I've seen that yeah. and it's like the guy who hosts it it's called Raphael and he was sentenced to like prison Julie in the Wilson. UK for 12 years he served 12 years in prison in the UK for murder and it was his 12th year in prison where he was found not guilty. Um, oh, I think I'd seen something like that. And he, he now goes around like the sort of world's roughest prisons all over the world to see what it's like and he stays there. And some of them are like, obviously people, they're not learning anything. Mm. Like some must of them, be really they dumb. don't even have their, like, their own rooms, they sleep outside. Mm. And they have to, like, for food they don't get plates, they have to go through the rubbish. And use like wow. empty bottles and stuff to get their food put into. Oh my goodness. Like they don't have toilets, they don't have anything like that. But then he also does one episode per season where he goes to like the world's best prisons and they're in like the Netherlands. Um and they're like the sales look like uni like um uni accommodation. <laughs> like they have en suites, they have desks, mm. um, they have shops where you earn money and mm-hmm. then you get to spend it. And oh they goodness. don't have any cases of theft in those shops, mm-hmm. and they have like some. They have like some of the lowest return rates of all prisons all over the world, because they're and they get people in to give them education. Mm-hmm. They get them work in the kitchen and stuff like that. 
So it's hard. I don't understand how people can look at that and see the difference in like the statistics and stuff mm-hmm. and how it's changed and affected people's lives. And then still just say, just lock them up and throw away the key. Because obviously some crimes weren't that, like Chris Watts. Yeah, exactly. But then, these, like, it's still, prison is still not a nice place to go, even at its best. Yeah. You're still deprived from Social. certain human rights. Yeah. Exactly. But a lot of people don't even have an education that do commit crimes. Or don't have this not same knowledge as um other people, so that's where they all learn it. Mm-hmm. This has been a very serious episode today. We're usually more lighthearted and talking about Daddy's brown sauce. <laughs> to be fair, this is the only episode we've had like a solid topic to talk about. Though. Yeah, that is true. Have you done anything fun recently? Kind of hard to do anything with. Yeah, on. I've been. Binge watching Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah, loved it. Finished Shit's Creek. Yeah, what did you think? And I got uh, it made me sad. <laughs> and then I watched like a documentary like episode, uh-huh. and that made me cry. Mm. Um, but it was really good. Mm. I liked it. And then, what have you been watching, Erin? Um, I started watching today, an unsolved mysteries series. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've seen the first series. I thought I had, but I haven't apparently. So I'm on like episode two. It's yeah. very good so far. And we also watched Midsummer. Yeah, we did. Emily made us watch Midsummer, and gotta say, what was that? Yeah, what was it? Exactly. It was. It was very weird. Very very weird. And I'd heard a lot about it. But when we actually sat down to watch it, I was like, what? Like, the no. way through, I was like, what? Nothing could have prepared me for no. anything that was happening. Exactly, it was just, it was just really weird. Really, really weird. It's very like hereditary, where you kind of don't really know what's going on and you need to watch it a couple of times to actually mm-hmm. grasp the concept of, like, the cult and different... Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Cultures, yeah, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Well, not spoiler it. I'll just mention it's about a cult. Swedish cult. Mm-hmm. But I like it a lot. It's one of my favourite films. I like the... I like the story. It was really well thought out. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the cinematography is so good in it. Like, every scene looks really nice. Because mm-hmm. they, like, play on, like, the... Like, all the scary stuff happens, like, during daylight. Mm-hmm. Apart from the opening scene. Where her sister... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, it removes that, like aspect of typical horror movies where you know everything's safe during the day and things start to get scary at night yeah, yeah. puts you on edge and the music's really good the soundtrack don't watch it on your own no but well, maybe do yeah well to be fair don't watch it with someone that asks a lot of questions because <laughs> i was frying emily's head She's she's actually sort of ignoring me after a while. Because <laughs> you were asking questions that were going to get answered like two minutes later. Oh, that's fair. But then I was still sitting there like thinking about it in my head and then I was missing the answer and then I was like, all right, um, I don't know what, what's going on now. I'm like, you have to explain. Well, here are some questions from the public. So, question number one. What did deaf people do when they fart? 
acknowledge it, smell it. <laughs> what if it's yeah, like just do everything that non-deaf people do except from hear it it's like well, you have silent thoughts yeah. what if you're in if a tree like falls that? in the woods and the are to hear it then happen yeah <laughs> yeah that's quite quite true actually but say I mean I know that people that are deaf have their own little like community of deaf well not necessarily but like they usually go to like deaf schools and, mm-hmm. and things like that but say they're somewhere where it's like where a lot of hearing people are and say say it's in the library right and they let off this massive blast and everybody's looking at them but they don't know why because they didn't say they didn't you feel it and but say they didn't they might not know it makes a sound to be fair yeah exactly so they just let it go <laughs> Why is everyone staring at me? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I feel like they themselves would probably feel it. Yeah. And smell it. They might not know that they've made such a sound from it. But that's the same with anything. If they dropped a, a glass and didn't realise, didn't feel itself out of their hand and everyone looks that around. Is, mm. That is true. Right, question number two. This is for both of you guys. What would you name your boat if you had one? What kind of boat is it? Any boat you want. It could be a canoe, it could be a kayak, it could be a big massive sailing boat, it could be a yacht, it could be whatever boat you want. Boats and holes. <laughs> What's that famous boat? Wait a minute, boat face. I know you touched touch my drum set and I want to hear your dirty little mouth admit it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Boat boat what do you think, Boatface? Mine would be just because I'm such an aquamarine fan, Claire de la Lune. Ooh. Love that movie. Okay, what's the most useless talent that you have? I can scream really high. Please don't demonstrate. Please demonstrate. <laughs> no. My ears will bleed. Don't. What about you, Erin? I don't know. I can click my ankle at any time. Like it just keeps going. I don't know if you can hear that. Tell me. My talent, my useless talent is probably dislocating my thumb. <gasps> no. Yeah, it's useless. Isn't it? oh, like, horrible. not fully, obviously, because that would be kind of problematic, but yeah, it kind of goes out of place sometimes. Okay. What do you think is the worst smell? Like, according to you, what is the worst smell on the on the planet? Like, what air freshener in the <laughs> toilet? Just say the green air freshener. <laughs> no, like. Or do you some... think that's think I think that's most disgusting? That's most worse than any other smell you can find in the toilet. No, but say. Say. You walked into a room, and there's this bucket. And it's full of vomit and pee and poo and blood and rotten chicken and rotten fish and that's still worse. And cheese and mouldy blue cheese. Cheese is my worst and I don't like smell cheese. Okay, right. Cheese is your worst. What about you? You know that like really eggy, like sulfury smell? (laughs) Like seaweed? 
Can you go to the beach, like salty? Mm-mm. Like raw eggs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'd have to say mine is like rotten chicken or like rotten meat or like rotten yeah. blood or something like that. Or yeah. if you smell someone's breath after they've drank beer. Okay, what's a body part that you wouldn't mind losing? And you can't say fingernail because that's not just a finger. Yeah. Whatever. Which one? Any that's not my thumb. I think I'd be okay without a middle finger. Yeah, I think you would. I'd lose my pinky toe. Right, if you had to change your name to something else, what would it be? Oops, nose. <laughs> change it to Brennan. Derek. Nina. Nina, why? That's cute. Just like it. What about your name? Um, maybe like B. B, like B E E. Yeah, like the inside. I think I like the name. It's hard. Oh, I think it's really hard. Mm-hmm. What about your middle name? Could you go by that? Yeah, I could actually. I like the name Alexandra. I think that would suit you. But then, do you know when, you know when like, I think girls are really hard to pick names for like, because you know somebody with that name and you're like, mm, but yeah. I always think of such and such, so. I would have to choose a name. Do you know what? I quite like the name Felicity. I think that's quite a cool name. It is. I'm pretty sure there's a goat called Felicity somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, we will bid you adieu. Thanks for listening. Tschüss. Ciao. Bye. We run out of questions from the public. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've run out of yeah. questions.